I can't believe we're almost done with this book. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like we've been in it for years. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> you don't. You need to understand how thirsty I am for Storm of Swords Jamie chapters. I'm. We're yeah. making it. I'm so We're gonna excited. make it after all. Yeah. You know, I thought yeah. this podcast would collapse after a mere few months. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it didn't and um yeah pretty impressive of us i think yeah how would it have collapsed with this many hosts yeah exactly it's well, like just where there were five sets of footprints it was all the hosts <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the podcast i feel like even if there would have been like a personal fallout and half the hosts dropped we would still have too many hosts so <laughs> <laughs> just, just would just pick up new ones probably yeah yeah why not Alright, I'm going to introduce the podcast. Everyone take Please. their sip. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Hello, and welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies. Uh, the most consistently hosted in a Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast on the internet. My name is Kay, and I've got to ask you, why so sad face? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Chaz, and I'm the king worm corrupting the heart of this podcast. I'm Janos, also known as Sir Philip Footpicks. Hi, I'm Marina, and I'm Mad Red and Newt in Ned Stark's bedchamber. (laughs) <laughs> uh, as you may have noticed Emmanuel is not here this week uh, there was some sort of holiday in America mm, I don't know up. about it I, don't, I honestly don't know about it this is the thing mm-hmm. all my discord emoji things turned into turkeys it was very distressing <laughs> did they? yeah, yeah. How? yeah they, well the, yeah, the, one, the little symbol know, Yeah, where it's usually a smiley face it was a turkey it was a okay, turkey wow. maybe it just didn't update for me or I just wasn't very awake yesterday, so... <laughs> it, it wasn't for me either, so I think... Okay. They just assumed that British people would also like it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why not? Chaz got assigned American. Assigned <laughs> <Yeah>. American. <laughs> Re- recolonized. How they? <laughs> yeah. Reverse colonized. <laughs> it, was, it was her sort of... It was like the revolution. Wait, no. This, what do they call it in America? The, where they where they don't like it. They don't like the Britain anymore. What's that called? I think that's the revolution. Yeah, they call yeah. it the Revolutionary revolution. War. That's it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of countries have this. Yeah, I was like, is it a civil war or a revolutionary? <laughs> no, we don't like the Britain anymore holiday. Yeah, there's a lot I of those. Like there was a different. Everyone civil deserves war. one. Um, there's a different one that's also called the Civil War. Um, oh, but I think fine. they're both civil wars. Yeah, the civil war is not the British one. Yeah, no. The what civil war is the racist one, unlike the other one that isn't racist at all. Yeah, the the non-racist <laughs> one. <laughs> um, right. Well, anyway, Emmanuel isn't here because he's not. So don't worry about it. He but, got killed by a turkey. Well, while Emmanuel is away, the news will play. Yeah, but will we understand the symbolism this week? Um, well, we... We got it. We got it. He's trained us so well. We're almost through two whole books. Okay, well, this is going to be a challenge for us, but it can't be worse than the Tower of Joy, so we'll give it a go. At this this (laughs) point, the the symbolism explains itself, I feel. Yeah. We have have trained the listeners so well at this point that we barely have to 
explain anything, I think. We'll just say words in a significant tone yeah. of voice and they'll be like, just oh, say yeah. 12 and everyone, ah. He like, stabbed on the throne by the, the a red. sword. Crimson. <laughs> Crimson. Red. Just red. say colors and numbers and everything falls into place. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think, I think it's just colors and it's just numbers. I, I feel like symbolism. Now that Emmanuel isn't here, I can say it. I think symbolism is fake. <laughs> no, after all this time. You've been reading too many articles. <laughs> we were just just saying how incredible it is that we, we started this podcast and have been on our schedule and did not have any fallouts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now you're really, really trying to create one. Anyway. Okay. He, he loves yeah. turquoise drama. Uh, speaking Emmanuel of... was gone the first time that we talked to May, so now yeah. that he's gone again, we can reach out to her once more and see how she's understanding. Okay. I Yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing because it, it almost feels like it almost feels like poetry in a sense mm-hmm. it rhymes it, it rhymes <laughs> yeah uh once again incredible had a photo they chose for this one uh Ooh. this one's almost almost worse than the, I think the previous <laughs> one was worse in the staging but this is the, pretty bad in that <laughs> i love how Tyrion is almost cropped out <laughs> you were so the, close. The cropping Get on this is incredible. There. What is the choice of characters here? Like, what is the logic? Zora, hi, baby. There's it's Lannister. Cersei. There's Lannisters in the middle, and then who's the guy on the right? Is that Theon? It's Theon. <laughs> Theon doesn't look great. And then on the far left, there is our friend Euron, friend of the show, friend of the show Euron eyeliner. And Wait, are we looking at the same <laughs> article? Are we looking at Winds of Winter can solve the best prophecy? Yeah, yeah. Minus minus cropped different. I think I can't see anyone besides the Lannisters. Oh, interesting. Oh. I'm gonna send a screenshot of how it looks for me because mine has Euron and Theon, but both of yeah. them are like very weirdly cropped. Like both of them are missing mm. one eye, which might be okay. symbolism. Mine, I can see both of them on mine. mine. Looks like this. Oh, yeah. I can see them for. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I'm and if pause. I if I look at if I look at the thumbnail that's come up on the chat, I can see I think Barristan in the very far left, but like half in the image. This is a very weird picture. <laughs> Wait, why do you get more picture than me? What's happening? I, I don't know. <laughs> what if I like zoom it out? I don't see it in the actual article, just on the thumbnail. <laughs> okay, if, if I, I zoom out the article, the picture gets more fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> This oh my really god, cool you're right. Song. It's the same for me. The more I zoom out, the the more... Fact. Maybe you need to zoom in. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, now if I, I zoom in, more see. of the picture appears. Okay. Oh, they're here now! They're here! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this coding? <laughs> if I zoom in all the way, will all the characters appear? In the show? Okay. <laughs> so Ned will appear on one of the sides. Yeah. yeah. There he is. Oh, thank you oh, for this, this is, gift once again, May. This is this is um, fascinating. Yeah, I was gonna this is quite a good website. <laughs> so we're talking about Winds of Winters can solve the best prophecy the show forgot. Um from Gurnwatch on the inverse, penned by the legend May Abdulbaki. We love you, May. Uh friend of the show. Friend uh, of the show. Best Enemy of the, the show. show. As we said, Emmanuel uh, unfortunately can't be here, but uh, he previously said that I posted this article, May is a genius, uh, and she's... 
<laughs> very smart and understands it now. Yeah, that's what he said. He told us. If, that. if I if I may read one message from Emmanuel directly, he said, "Quote: I'm having a stroke." <laughs> Because he was but just amazed way. that she could get so much right. A stroke of genius, isn't that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> also, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fight a straw man here because none okay. of our fans actually complain about this. Uh, but I did notice that like our new segment has mostly mostly become the gun watch segment. And to our non existent straw man fans that complain about this, because once again I haven't gotten any complaints, but to those who do, I will say May has just become the most consistent poster in A Song of Ice and Fire Theory News article land. There's mm. just no one as prolific as her. Apart from us. Apart from us, yeah. Yeah, she's she's riding our coattails a bit, but that's fine, because she is our friend. Yeah, she's allowed to. We're, we're, ki- we're carrying each other. <laughs> The footprints in the sand. Where they they was... disappear because mm. both being carried. <laughs> four footprints and we were carrying May on our backs. And yet another terrible colour choice on this website. Um, <laughs> last time it was like green and grey and this week it's like a sort of orange and lilac. It's like not as bad, but it's not great. Yeah. If they had picked like a slightly better yellow, I think it could be good. But yeah, alas... But this is, right. as as I said, this is, uh, this is like poetry, because the first time we talked about, like the the first time Emmanuel wasn't on an episode, we talked about uh, May writing about the Azora High prophecy and discussing whether she understands it or not, and whether we need to put forward any steps uh, in yeah any hashtag campaign yes, yeah. mm. and this time for the first time since since that original post. She writes about Azora High again. Let's see how she's learned and grown <laughs> since then. Since our prolific campaign to make her understand. You know what I would love? I want one day for us to click on one of these articles mm-hmm. and it to say, fans have been speculating. I've seen, I've seen them on Twitter. They've been speculating that Azora High is evil. And I think... <laughs> I think that I think, would that day I would cry real tears. I would feel overwhelmed. Yeah. I think we're getting closer and closer, honestly. Yeah. I, I think yeah. we all would. I I still feel like we're not quite there. Mm. We're, there's, We've there's got still three more books too. to go. Three, two, there are four three more books. books, that's true. Uh, listeners, if you could at her on Twitter and yeah. say, hey, mate. Yeah, please. Just giving you a little heads up that Zora High is evil, then yeah. give yeah. us some links. Maybe mm. not even the podcast. Maybe just some like cheeky Lucifer means Lightbringer links. You know, just give a give her the lowdown. That's good. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll just see a, what she thinks in this article. You know, just a yeah. variety of links. Uh, so <laughs> maybe maybe you need to coordinate among yourselves. Uh, who's gonna add her the podcast? Who's gonna add her the um, Lucifer means Lightbringer thing? Who's gonna add her like some Reddit things? But it just really needs to reach her brain that Azora High is evil. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, I've seen some of our fans uh, have been uh, anti-gaging with the hashtag Azora High is evil and hashtag make her understand, and that was good and all, but it didn't work. So you really need to actually <laughs> add her this time. I'm really counting on you, but let's see. I mean, she's already proposing in this article a character as Azora High who could be seen as more on the evil 
Sorry. Yeah, who's so. who's not not purely good for sure. Yeah. So yeah. she says this starts out the same way as the last one by referencing that blog post where George says which characters he's spending time with. Mm-hmm. And this but this article says in August he hinted that his days were being spent with Vic, among a few others in Westeros. We know yeah. Victorian Greyjoy, the younger brother of Balon and Euron, the latter of whom he hates with a passion. Mm-hmm. Who also was not in the show where all the pictures in this article from. <laughs> not in the yeah. show. That's, that's her next <laughs> sentence. She says, unlike Baylon and Euron, Victorian was left out of Game of Thrones completely. Only his steel axe appeared in the HBO series, wielded by the pirate-like Euron. Yeah. True. Euron was basically Victorian. Yeah. And then she says, uh, knowing that Martin is writing from the character's perspective, it is possible that Victorian is being set up to become Azora High. The most crucial prophetic role in Westerosi history. Mm-hmm. Mm? How, how do we feel about this so far? Uh, it would be very funny. I've seen this theory before, so she's onto something. Yeah, she's not, like, off base. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Victorian, Victorian has, like, moments of being a, mm-hmm. an Azora High figure. Um, I'm also, I'm not sure if Azora High is Westerosi history. No, it's not, really. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's not, but it's, I think Westeros history is just short term to Game of Thrones lore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's hear about how uh, Victorian checks the boxes on being Azor Ahai. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah. She describes the prophecy first and she says the prophecy of Azor Ahai states that a legendary hero will be reborn, sent by the God Lord to defeat a cold, dark evil. So she does say evil, but she still says that Azorah is going uh, to defeat evil. Yeah. Uh, Azorah will also wield a flaming steel sword called Lightbringer, Fortune, Holy Fire, and the blood of the original hero's wife, Nisa Nisa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Per Melisandre, the hero shall be born amongst smoke and salt, waking dragons, and a new world along with it. See, this is why, where she kind of loses me, because she says the pro- this is the prophecy. Right? Mm. She's still talking about the prophecy. Mm. The prophecy doesn't say that Melisandre is going to be there. <laughs> well, she's like saying that like, this is what Melisandre is what Mel has told said. us. Ah, yeah. okay. That makes sense, yeah. And like, if she take that like one step further, we'd be like, oh, maybe Melisandre is, is wrong about some things. But hmm, would, she, yeah. would she be wrong? <laughs> Melisandre? She was wrong. never wrong. How can you be wrong if you have, have visions? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite guy would now, never get beaten in a, this, in a war that you saw. This next mm-hmm. part I'm not sure about because she says, Azora High's identity has been debated and theorized about by fans for years. When Game of Thrones was still airing, fans also assumed that the answer to Azora High would finally be revealed. But the series was far more focused on the prophecy of the prince that was promised. Uh, mm. <laughs> what? The same. The, the, the same. <laughs> The same guy. The same guy. Same it's guy? the same. Prince that was promised, a.k.a. Zora High. And Long Night, like Prince promised. A leader foretold to save Westeros from the growing darkness. <laughs> what? This, this, the two are similar. The two are similar. <laughs> the two are similar. Yeah, but the prince that was promised is a, is a Targaryen thing, specifically. May, you're once again so close to understanding. I think mm. I'm having a stroke. What's happening? <laughs> How is <laughs> No, she says she says the two are similar and the red witch Melisandre has used the terms interchangeably at certain points in the books. 
Why would she use them interchangeably then? How could Melisandre do this? Maybe because they're the same. I'm just speculating. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I I have a deep suspicion based on the things that are written in the book. The the characters (laughs) Robb Stark and the young wolf are similar and were used interchangeably sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this quote she has in here, she's saying this is about Azor Ahai, right? Yeah. But several distinct differences. What are... What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Several distinct differences between them that keep them separate. And then she just quotes the thing that Melisandre says about Azor Ahai. Yeah. There's nothing that but then doesn't... But she doesn't... Yeah. There's no distinct differences. Mm. Whatever. Tell me yeah. who they think Azor Ahai is. Yeah, the usual suspects have always been Jon Snow, Daenerys Targaryen, Stannis Baratheon, and... <laughs> and Aegon Targaryen, who many believe is actually Jon. Mm. What? <laughs> no, you have backwards, man! Many are saying... No, that's a different Aegon! Man! <laughs> no there's another I one think, I think May needs to yeah, understand yeah, yeah. something else May- <laughs> because in the last week the thing she didn't understand was the Admiral Targaryen's Ed- Ed- name Edmund yeah, yeah. Edmund Targaryen Edmund, Edmund yeah this time I, I feel like she just has trouble with um, the, the number of characters that there are in this book the number of Aegons. The, the Aegons have tricked her. This the is the, of the classic Aegon gambit. Is it is. Against May. People get really far and then suddenly they get like an Aegon infection and they get really confused <laughs> about who's Aegon and how many there are. This is, but this is why, because Jon Snow already is on this list. Mm. Jon Snow is in the list! <laughs> <laughs> is she just saying that Jon's in here twice? <laughs> Do you think this was an editor who just watched the show and wanted to put their own mm. like their own thoughts in and they just added the bracket saying, some believe Aegon is John, you know? I don't think so. I think <laughs> No one I, believes I, I, I Aegon think it's is more John. Like there was, huh? No one believes Aegon is John. No. Yeah. No one believes that. Because they're different guys. Maybe the other way around, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it John parentheses named Aegon as baby. Yeah. The, that's mm. possible. Yeah, but Aegon has never been parentheses John. What is Aegon? Different boy was actually just John in disguise. <laughs> His dad's name is John. He's not John. John was warging God. him, and he's just like a puppet. <laughs> That's why he's a mama's dragon. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh my God, this this really ch- does change uh, a lot. If it was if it was like that, that would be a really good twist. But I don't think. I don't think every Aegon is, or everyone who might be Aegon is also the same Aegon. Everyone who's named Aegon is secretly Jon Snow. Yeah. Hmm. It's like all, all the brands are the same person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The four candidates have many similarities. Yeah. This is once again interesting. <laughs> Two in particular yeah. are quite Two similar. Two of them are the same. They are they all are, humans. They are very loyal to their causes. They can be fair. Their journeys encourage faithful they followers. They can be fair. <laughs> <laughs> they have the potential to be fair at times. Cool. <laughs> and they can each lead an army against the others. Once again, citation needed on this last one. Yeah. John, where's your army? 
John struggling re-army. Okay, tell me about mm. Victorian. <laughs> Meanwhile, Victorian is brutal <laughs> nature. Sorry, did, she's saying this Jon Snow is very loyal to his cause. <laughs> the person who abandoned the Night's Watch mm. on the technicality. <laughs> well, that was in the TV show. That doesn't Yeah, matter. true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Aegon we'll Targaryen, see. who many believe is actually John. Meanwhile, Victorian <laughs> is brute in nature, endlessly loyal to House Greyjoy. What? <laughs> is yeah. he? I, he kind uh, of is. I I guess also, he I'll is. give her that. He's too stupid sort of... to be disloyal. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He's like, I will do what my freak brother tells me to do. I once again doubt the next part and is a severely religious man, worshipping both Rolor <laughs> and the drowned god of the Ironborn. <laughs> this is Yeah, the more gods the better. You know? He does the say more gods you have, the more religious you are. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's <laughs> severely religious. That's uh what's a what's a good analogy for that? It's I just like, love religion so much. I yeah. just want to get into <laughs> yeah. all the religions that I can. And none of them contradict each other. Literally, you can't worship R'hllor and another god. R'hllor is like, I'm the only god. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is the exact opposite of being severely religious, if you're... Yeah, he's just mm. stupidly religious. Yeah, it's not normally like the quantity of gods that you think you might like, you know. You I guess I like... will accept that he does take comfort in the god's protection of him. Mm. That part is yeah. true. Yeah, he loves his new hand. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like... You know, if you're like, Santa isn't real, uh, Christmas is actually about Jesus, and you say, oh, cool, then I get twice the gifts if I get gifts from Jesus and Santa. Like, it's it's the same mm. level of being extra, of being severely religious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to that end, he chooses to wear heavy armor at sea, despite the fact that he'd sink to the bottom. Is okay. that because of God, or because he's dumb as shit? I... May, you need to understand that Victorian is dumb as shit. Well, if yeah, you read the next sentence. Yeah. Okay, he does say that he's also not the brightest bulb in the pack and is violent towards women, <laughs> beating his third wife to death. That's pretty Azor Ahai, yeah. After she slept with his brother, Euron. She's, she's once again so close to understanding. I would say that's pretty one. evil. What he did there. It's pretty evil, right? Yeah, this next sentence yeah. is incredibly funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> With the exception of killing his wife, Victorian doesn't seem to bear many similarities to Azora. He doesn't even have a sword! <laughs> I mean, his whole arm is on fire, so. Could you be Azora without sword, a sword? No. Oh my god. Every, every week, I think, you know, maybe this article isn't gonna be as funny as her previous ones. <laughs> Maybe she'll finally understand, I say every week. <laughs> we really do. Uh, hailing from the island Iron Ass, however, one could argue that he was born amongst the smoke, or in this case, heavy fog, and sea as the prophet. Smoke and fog are absolutely different things. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely different things. Uh, plus, Victorian <laughs> is aided by Mokoro, red priest of Rolor, who sees visions and advises him accordingly. Uh, Mokoro even burned Victorian's arm to induct him into the religion of the Red God. I don't think that was why he did it. Victorian doesn't have many great ambitions of his own, but he's willing to follow wherever he feels fated to go. How is this? Mm. How does this have anything to do with Azor Ahai? Listen, the prophecy of Azor Ahai doesn't have to be taken literally. That's true. She she mm. does say in the next sentence that the prophecy of Azor Ahai doesn't have to be taken literally. Most prophecies no. end up being altered <laughs> over time. 
Adjusting yes. to regional and language mm. changes. Evolving and being left open to interpretation. What's more, the idea of a legendary savior isn't always a peaceful one. Azora High certainly was, maybe because he's evil. Oh! Oh! Mm. So close! Oh, this is close! So close! Considering that no one sees Victoria in that way, may be exactly what brings him to the forefront as Azora High. Okay. <laughs> it's not. May, do you no. think this is like a race where you have to like bet your chances mm-hmm. on who who becomes Azora High? And they're like, it's a sports anime where everyone is like trying to become Azora High. <laughs> everyone wants to be Azora High. And Victorian is the underdog who uh, you don't think can win. <laughs> Yeah. Her next sentence. Yeah. Also won't. Yeah. Uh-huh. After all, <laughs> his fears, cruel, obedient, and unflinchingly loyal. Uh-huh. And he's leading the charge with subvert fans' <laughs> expectations of who this reborn hero should be. My expectations! Yes, I'm slamming my hand down on the subverting expectations button. <laughs> That's what every article leads to. This is here's a thing that is out of nowhere, isn't supported by anything, is actually like basically there's only like very vague similarities to uh, to to any of the prophecies. It's very uh, to any of the things I'm talking about. It's very unlikely, but wouldn't it be epic because no one expects it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like this theory. Is the thing I don't. Mm-hmm. I like the Victorian as Azora High theory because they're both evil. It would be very funny, but. He's literally just a guy, you know. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, Victorian could have like Azora High complexes or whatever, or like mm-hmm. by yeah. the, the, him being, him having one brain cell could lead to, mm-hmm. it would probably be like if someone taught him about Azora High, he, he, uh, he would be like, is that me? That's me? <laughs> I, I me? killed wife. That's me. When I'm Azora High? <laughs> <laughs> so relatable <laughs> literally me but you know i'm i still don't think that there's gonna be like one guy who turns out to be azora high literally yeah no I mean, azora high is evil is the thing mm-hmm. yeah i feel like azora high is like a bad thing that happens you know yeah oh, i have to see the fucking ugly dragons this show's oh, i hate them <laughs> they're like pine cones she spelled it wrong again Marine. Yeah, I was gonna say, she says Marine again. Victorian's last seen heading toward Marine, having lost and gained several ships throughout his voyage. Uh, His plan seemingly Mm -hmm. entailed marrying Daenerys and seizing control of her dragons by way of his dragon horn, uh, which is on the cover of the book, so Mm -hmm. jot that down. Mm, Yeah. Must be true. Landing credence to the idea that he could be Azora High. Is that what Azora High is about? (laughs) I. Don't think Azora High is like a dragon guy. I mean, he wakes the stone dragons. Yeah, yeah. He's waking dragons. Hmm. Maybe the Danny's dragons are sleepy. Hmm. But the Night Watch is the one that wakes the sleepers. That's this was her previous yeah. article about Azora High. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. This this <laughs> doesn't make sense, May. The wrapping of your article is just. This is like you're, a... You're losing us, me. This is Sorry. very Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah. Doubtful Daenerys will marry Victorian willingly. He might try to strike a deal with her. 
Um, Daenerys will never agree to this, but Victorian will take her by force. How? What? She has three dragons. He's got a fun <laughs> horn. He could try and control yeah. the dragons, I guess, but that just feel like that's not gonna happen. The horn that murders you when you blow it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But wouldn't that subvert your expectations if you blew the horn and actually became Dragon Master? And it was just epic. It would... would. Wouldn't it be cool if Victarion was simply epic and was winning everything for the rest of the book while everyone else is having a bad time? He's the cool hero that does everything by just <laughs> fighting very good. <laughs> That's what his chapters are about. They're not like a <laughs> they're not like a commentary on uh, on Ironborn culture or something or masculinity. God, no, he's just a cool guy. He's just a yeah, cool guy. They are right in the end. Azor Ahai, there are several fan theories that claim Azor Ahai is nothing but the story of A Song on Ice and Fire brought to life through Martin. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> this is a bit of a, a, bit of a meta theory. This May, is a bit of House she, of Leaves. She's like jumping from one extreme to the other. <laughs> yeah. what, if, what if it was subverted by being this guy? Or what if it was Azor Ahai a, is the girl reading a this. sort of metaphor yeah. for, for literature? <laughs> oh my god, May. Azor Ahai is a metaphor doing? for, like, toxic masculinity, I would say. Yeah. Mm, could be. I don't be. understand how he's a song of ice and fire. And so is Victorian, to be fair. So yeah. there could yeah. be something. But it, it it really is, like, as you said, uh, just jumping from one extreme to the other. Like, either saying, Victorian will literally turn out to be Azor Ahai. Or mm. saying, Azor Ahai is just the cool stories I have told. Zora High was inside us all along. Zora High is the guy with the best story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm trying to understand the sentence, honestly. There's nothing but the story of A Mm. a Song of Ice and Fire brought to life through Martin. Like, this sounds like. He did write the book, yeah. But this sounds like it it would be, yeah, it sounds like he would channel. uh, Martin is is Rollo in this. I'm the red god. Please don't kill your wife, George. I'm the red god. (laughs) I like boobies. George is going to start a cult through channeling each of the uh, Song of Ice and Fire characters. (laughs) Okay, the wrap-up is challenging, too. Okay, (laughs) let's see. Uh, Yeah, Azor has nothing but a story of a Song of Ice and Fire brought to light through Martin. However, Victorian genuinely believes himself a holy man and is the only one of the prophecy's candidates who has murdered a loved one Willingly and is capable to do so again. Hmm. <laughs> I'd love you to tell me, May, who Victorian loves that he could kill. Yeah. <laughs> Himself. Listen, he's killed a loved one before and he, he could do it again at any really time. He really loved his wife, yeah. Yeah, famously. Uh, mm-hmm. Stannis is a reluctant follower of Melisandre. Is he? He, he loves her. Mm. I don't know. Jon Snow is dead. Spoilers. And then he's too busy trying to. No, I'm gonna come back. And then he's too busy trying to. He's out. Then he is too busy trying to reclaim her rightful spot on the Iron Throne to worry about the prophecy. What? What? Well, I don't think you worry about it. You I'm don't sure have to do it the pro- it just hap- it, prophecy. She is prophecy. doing the prophecy in her mind. Yeah, <laughs> Danny worries a lot She's about prophecy. She's trying to escape the prophecy, and that's what makes this it is, happen. This is literally wrong, because she says she, she's too, 
too on her damn Iron Throne to worry about the prophecy, but she's like <laughs> worrying about prophecies all the damn time. She's thinking about yeah, that's the... really all yeah. Danny does. She's yeah. thinking she's the prince that was promised. She's like, well, actively. that's the different than Azora High. Don't get yeah. it twisted. <laughs> that's true. There's they're similar. Oh. There's many similarities. Yeah. Out of the characters who are still alive, at least out of the POV characters we have, no one worries about prophecies as much mm. as Danny does. Mm. Yeah. That leaves Victorian. <laughs> yeah, no one else. <laughs> at least only Victorian. Oh, Cersei is also <laughs> occupied with prophecies, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's mm. pretty significant. That leaves. What if Cersei is Zora High? Ah, uh, she might be. be. Cool. <laughs> It would be exactly as unexpected as Victorian. So maybe maybe you want to write about that, May, if you're still taking notes. Uh, that leaves Victorian, <laughs> the only character left, <laughs> who has already evaded death and is unrelenting in his will to please the gods. His rise as Zora High would be unexpected. There are no other characters. And bizarrely fitting of the storyline, which rarely unfolds as predicted. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with this conclusion, which I'm is that it has to be Victorian. Because the others are either dead, <laughs> following Melisandre, uh, or too busy. Too busy. <laughs> they simply don't have the time to be Azor High. None of these are reasons which would stop someone being Azor High. It's both bizarrely fitting and also would <laughs> unfold like unpredictably. Like it's e- either one. They can't be the same thing. Like, it's no, I think she's other. saying that the unex that George is so twisted, his mind he's so <laughs> twisted in yeah, his mind, famously that the unexpected. It doesn't do any foreshadowing is, or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> no, he's I'll so set, twisted set that pay off. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, he's so twisted that uh, that the uh, the unexpected is is also the most the most expected. To be honest, like the more out mm. of nowhere, the more yeah. fitting it is to George's like random style of writing where he just pulls twists out of nowhere that he didn't build up at all mm-hmm. but then once you expect that wouldn't it be most twisted to do the most logical thing again yeah mm-hmm. george that, like that, if you the think double about, twist you know think about george's twists like um <laughs> the red wedding there is no foreshadowing yeah. that the red wedding no. is gonna None. happen <laughs> you mm. know it happens out of nowhere there's no clues or extremely mm. obvious hints or events that happen that mean it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, no one ever sees it literally happen in a prophecy, mm. a book before it happens. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. So I don't know what you're talking from, about. From that habit, we know that whoever whoever George chooses to be Azora High or what he, ch- what he channels to happen. Yeah, and he will just choose one person. It's got to be someone that there's no hints about, so could be Victorian. It's gonna be Red Ronnet. It better fucking not be. No, we're, we're, he's cancelled. <laughs> he's cancelled. Hate that guy. Yeah, yeah he's evil. That guy. We know that. Oh, he's evil. Oh, that's He doesn't true. respect wife. Oh, yeah. shit, that's true. See? Okay. Red Ronnet. <laughs> fucking well, Azura High confirmed. Yeah. He's called Red Ronnet. Leaves, leaves only Red Ronnet. Thanks, May. I'm, I'm mad at May. May and I are having a fight right now. Because I thought mm. she was going to understand, but she it doesn't really seem like that. she's understanding in this one. It's her first try at understanding, you know? Yeah. Is okay. it? <laughs> you, can, you have to fail a few times before you succeed. 
Yeah, just make sure, yeah, we're not cyberbullying May, but do consider just to tweet uh, at her or around her. Just, you know, hashtag Azora High is evil. Have yeah. you just, this? Just tweet at her red ronit question mark. Say, <laughs> hi, <laughs> May. I saw, I love your, I love your articles about yeah, we, Winds of Winter. They're really good. Have you heard this theory that Azora High is evil? He just, did just, killed his wife is the He thing. killed his wife. And there's a lot of hints in the book about, like, maybe he caused the long night. Wouldn't that be fucked up? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, like, Melisandre, Red Witch Melisandre, as you call her, is uh, maybe, like, an unreliable type narrator kind of thing. If you've Mm -hmm. heard of that. Like, a literary device kind of thing. Maybe, like, the fire zombie religion is, like, a bad one. Yeah. They have a lot of slaves. Have you heard about this? Mm. They got a lot. She like has all these shadows come out of her, and it's pretty gross. And they do murder. Yeah. The pussy <laughs> shadows. Have you heard the about pussy this? Pussy shadows are great. Listen, mm. I don't want to offend religions on here, but this sort of seems bad. Honestly, yeah, I think I think the the, the like ideal tweet at May is, is like alongside the direction of uh, I love your articles, and I noticed that you. You you start you continue to associate things with Azora High that are evil and also say that characters who are like have at least a shady morality but might might also be evil. Uh, you say they could be Azora High. So is there is there maybe a connection there? May hmm. May listen. We want what's best for you. <laughs> we're we're your number one fans at this point. I we don't are. think <laughs> anyone else reads her articles as consistently as we do. And as analyzes them as deeply, certainly. Yeah. So you really owe it to us, May. I think we deserve (laughs) this. All right. Not to be entitled fans, but I think we deserve that. May, you'll get so many clicks. You'll get like the most clicks when you write this article. You'll get paid at least $3. I'll click on it as many times as you want, May. Yeah. (laughs) That's the title of your article. I've already written half of it for you. Yeah, feel free to link to our podcast in the article for people to, like, you know, if they want to hear more about this hot new fan theory of Azora High being evil. Yeah, we won't be mad if you do that. All right. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough news for now. Yeah. I just wanted to quickly point out this one thing that George posted on his blog because I just remembered. He posted words for our times. <laughs> uh, and it feels like he discovered success pictures. Um, <laughs> because he posted a JPEG of one big guy who has like two small people standing on his shoulder and it, it, he has a quote it, there's a quote by Isaac Newton that said if I have seen further it is by standing on the shoulders of giants hmm. damn Isaac Newton oh. damn Isaac Newton comments are disabled for this post and then there's a watermark <laughs> on this that says wildgrand.com and I, I I went to this website. The logo is a a dice, a chess piece, and like a needle and thread. Ah, oh, gaming! I've heard of it. It's a pen. <laughs> okay. And the first article is like Friday links: the eighty percent secret to one hundred percent productivity. And then the next one is: Does your mirror say that you're happy? Oh. Mm. I don't know. Does it? Is success luck oh. or hard work? Okay, this does sound very success pitches aligned. It's I'm very excited for George to get into like this like really shallow success motivational quotes thing. 
Uh, maybe, maybe this will help him write better. Maybe Tyrion will turn to the camera and say one of these quotes. Mm-hmm. Tyrion loves to stand on the shoulders of giants, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the chapters? I think you're ready for <laughs> I think chapters. so, yeah. yeah. All right. This week we read Sansa 8 and Theon 6. These are the last chapters of the book for both of these characters. We're really getting there. We're really, yeah. We're getting out of it. We're leaving behind clashing kings, you know? I'm, I'm done with these kings. I'm so done with these kings. <laughs> yeah. There's too many kings. Sure, none of them will be in the next book. They've they've clashed enough. I think it's time to it's time to move over to to some to something something a little bit stormier, something mm. that has like some some swords in it maybe. Oh, like a Zora Hyde yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, he's born in <laughs> Storm and Swords. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe w- once we get to uh, a Storm of Swords, maybe we'll also understand. I would love to. <laughs> that would be a perfect like third chapter in this arc because this one was ca- quite quite a rough one like may has become uh k has become angry at may this week uh this is the this is the like dark middle chapter of the trilogy mm-hmm. so i would love to win the next one anyway let's talk about let's, sansa let's talk about sansa sansa i hear she's That's having a good start. time this week she's having a very good time yeah she she's just chilling gets dumped by a boyfriend and she really likes it <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so we are in the in the throne room, and like everyone is uh, is wearing the uh, the best outfit. Even the fools got got the new kit, so she looks especially good in like a golden gown with with red slashes. So fresh, fresh as ever. Who knows what these colors could mean? Then Tywin makes his big entrance on his war horse and is riding like from the entrance to. The front of the throne, and uh, his horse makes a funny poopy in front of it. It's yeah, pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Cool. Yeah, that's of course one of the details they did in the show. <laughs> Do you think this is symbolic for something that uh, mm. that Tywin's horse takes a funny shit? What could this mean? Well, the horse doesn't shit gold. <laughs> I honestly think. That George just thought it would be funny. No, <laughs> I mean the it's, it's the same as, as the later spoilers. It's you know Tywin is being all fancy and his his cape is so long that his horse can't wear it, and then his horse takes a shit. Uh, this is yeah. a secret of a the Lannisters. Poop. They're yeah. actually yucky. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, it's supposed they, to be they like they may a... look hot and they may be fancy and they may have all this gold, but they still shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Dark Lannister secret. I think it's it's like it's supposed to be Alanis Morissette ironic. <laughs> it's meant to be a bit of a bit of a juxtaposition, mm. you know. Oh, Cheriskiro. <laughs> All right. So Tywin gets gets off his high horse, and then uh, Joffrey comes to him and says, "Please, Grandpapa, please run my kingdom for me." And he says, "Okay, uh, I'll do it gladly." Next, uh, they. The Tyrells come in, who have actually won the battle for for them, basically by uh, coming from the south. Loras goes first and says, "Oh, Joffrey, please, uh, I want to be one of your king's guards." And uh, Joffrey says, "Take a look around. You already are, brother." <laughs> <laughs> and he is happy. And so next he turns to Garland to uh, 
the uh, second Tyrell brother of uh, three. Yeah, so the middle brother. The and one Garden who's says, not even in the TV have you, show. Yeah. Have you heard of my sister? She's really hot and she would like to like to date you. What do you think about it? Uh, He's got like the picture that Ren they kept trying to show Robert. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, like, have you seen how hot she is? She's really Dad, hot. She, she barely has done any treason to you. You know, she definitely did not fuck ever. Yeah, she has not ever fucked my the, this, this Randy guy. Yeah. Absolutely not. And Joffrey is like, uh, oh, like, uh, I know I've heard she's really hot, but uh, I already have a girlfriend that I have to marry. And then the High Septon comes in and says, uh, actually, I've talked to God. And he says, it's fine, you can. You know, the, <laughs> the Starks have been rude to you and that... They like freeze you off your obligation to to honor this marriage contract, and so everyone's happy about this. Uh, all the the <laughs> lords everyone and, says boo. We hate Sansa. Fuck Sansa. Yeah, fuck Do Sansa. You who marjorie uh, And Sansa has to act like she is hurt by this because <laughs> secretly she's really oh, happy that darn, she I doesn't really wanted have to marry Joffrey. To marry oh, Joffrey. No. Yeah. Ah. It's like, oh, Oh, they they literally oh, put on a play dang. here. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's all pageant. They they clearly talked about all of this and it says King Joffrey made a show of looking surprised. Like it's just, you know. They Yeah, they the clearly, like the pacts have been made before and now they're just acting it out for the for the public, yeah. Yeah. Joffrey's like, What do you think I should do, audience? And they're like, mm. Marry Marjorie. He's like, Oh, but I oh, don't but want to know you got her. What do you say? Yeah. Is she behind me? Look <laughs> behind you. <laughs> There's nobody there. No, the other way. Yeah, it's <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, the the audience chants younger and more beautiful queen. <laughs> yeah, give us a hot one. <laughs> Better than the snuff film this becomes. <laughs> True. Well, before we get to that, uh, so now that the, the Tyrells are sorted out, uh, all the other heroes of the battle are brought out one after the other. I won't repeat who all of yeah. them are. It's just we, like we don't a, know them. Some <laughs> of them get get castles and titles, and the lowerborn get like a cool weapon as a reward and stuff like that. Yeah, we do need to talk about the guy named Sir Philip Foot. There's a guy. His name is Philip, Philip Foot. Foot. There's a guy who's. Gets the, the nickname Apple Eater because he kills a bunch of Yeah. Loris gets a lordship, but he's fucking ill as hell. They make Littlefinger Lord of Yeah, Aaron like that's Hall. the only one I wanted to point out that like yeah. Littlefinger gets Heron Hall and also like his like, paramount of the trans like Lord of the Riverlands, I guess, now officially. Yeah. Or whatever part of the Riverlands the crown controls. It's unclear, yeah, and like yeah. Sansa herself thinks about it. Like, yeah, uh, good luck with Harrenhal, that that cursed shit castle, and like no one of the river lords will respect you as their paramount. So, good luck with that. Then, during, I guess, before all this, the the knighting ceremony started because they're making some like hundred new knights of all the guys who fought really well in this. I guess so. Mm. They had to walk barefoot from the Great Sept uh, to. Uh, to the throne room and are now uh, all one after the other getting dubbed by uh, one of the king's guards which are only three left right now because like the hound is away and uh, mm-hmm. 
or no one knows where the hound is and uh Jamie are night people anyway he's not a knight yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah true only three of the seven left interesting well he just mm. got a new one yeah true they just made a new one so yeah it's easy you can you can just make new king's guards so i mean yeah any any king can make a king guard any knight can make a knight who who did the who did the replace officially because like the one who died the, the, the hound i guess they he's deserted so he's like uh, stripped of his no title, they, they so. replaced mandan more because he died uh he's the one who tried to stab you Tyrion, right yeah yeah but yeah. do they i think they don't know about that he's it's just like uh they don't know where he's it says, no, it says had he perished. vanished yeah like, it says yeah. perished in the battle yeah yeah he oh, died okay. The Hound is still technically Kingsguard. Mm. They just don't know where he is. Yeah. But Man and Moore for sure died, so they have an empty spot. So yeah, after all the new lords and kings and uh, happy lowborn with a cool new spear uh, are made, uh, it's loser time. And now all the all of uh, Stannis' bannermen are brought in. Uh, first of all, all those that like turned on him during the battle, so they only have to say... Uh, like have to formally pledge allegiance to Joffrey uh, to be pardoned, basically. Then all those that kept fighting for Stannis have to to beg for forgiveness and like swear fealty to him, basically like uh, plead their case and then will like be reinstated to all the all their lands and titles. Only a few of them don't want that. They are calling him out, and especially one lowborn Florent bastard is like, no, you're like the black worm feasting on on the kingdom and all the on the Lannisters a bed and your mom's a hoe. He, no, he, he does doesn't say, say that. that. He literally <laughs> says your mom's a hoe. Oh, that's... And, uh, I'll be, I'll be Stannis forever. He's like the cool guy and he will prevail in the end. And obviously Joffrey doesn't like that. He gets really bothered and screams and accidentally cuts himself really bad on the throne and starts to cry and has to be Tended to by a few maesters, maesters and gets carried off. While the guy who's screaming gets uh, killed by the by Marin Trent. Yeah, the the guy who's screaming also like points out the metaphor to everyone. Yeah, uh, if mm. the mm-hmm. throne cuts you, you're not supposed to be the king. Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> yeah, it's like symbolic. Mm. Uh-huh. I think you know it wouldn't happen if they got a better fucking chair though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> At least, like, put a blanket over it, where you sit. Yeah, a little top hole in or something. Yeah. Cushion, comfy. Big fucking pointy chair. <laughs> yeah, how are so you supposed stupid. to, like, uh, avoid being cut by it? Like, do, do you... Yeah, it's, it's, you're sitting on swords. You're supposed to be more careful. You're literally sitting on swords. You just be the rightful king, and then you won't get stabbed. Yeah, exactly. yeah rightful king yeah. doesn't get tetanus. Robert was never stabbed. <laughs> He'd uh, never. Real men don't yeah. bleed. Yeah. Real, no. real men would never get stabbed <laughs> by their pointy chair. Hi, it's Emmanuel, also known as your editor. I'm putting in a note here because I wanted to talk about this. Because I think this, uh, the like throne thing, is like the smart version of the dumb thing from the show where they say, like, the person who least wants to rule should deserves it the most or whatever. Because, like, you know, the chair. It's not literally testing your blood for royalty. It's like if you don't have restraint and uh, you're not like calm and and whatever, 
then you're gonna hurt yourself. And the body of the king is symbolic for the realm, so you're going to you're gonna hurt the kingdom too. So yeah, it's good that the throne is made out of swords. A king should never sit lightly. And Robert probably never cut himself on it because he almost never sat in it. So that's the one flaw in this plan. Everybody. Yeah. But as we know, Joffrey, not a real man, not the right for king, so he gets stepped badly, uh, has to leave, and Tywin continues the kingly business in his stead for a few more hours until everything, uh, everyone is, like, I guess, either pardoned or killed, or sentenced to uh, be killed at least. So Sansa, uh, later that uh, that night, goes to the Godswood to meet with Dantas again, and she's really happy as she goes there because she feels freed of, of the marriage contract with with Joffrey, but uh, then Dantas explains to her, well, uh, the Lannisters still won't won't let you go and like have full power over you, and uh, you still will need to flee if you want to be free. And he reveals that he also has a, has a concrete plan that uh, she's going to flee on the night of Joff's uh, wedding feast. There will be like, uh, everyone will be, will be drunk and there will be a lot of strange people there, so no one Mm-hmm. It will be easier to, to disguise and just slip out. Uh, and he also gives her a hairnet just like out of the blue and says some very normal words about it, how it is uh, magic and will bring justice and revenge for her. Like, you know, how you typically describe a piece of jewelry. Yeah, it's just a normal, mm-hmm. normal jewelry. Just a normal, just a normal silvery <laughs> net with very nice, like, Dark amethysts from a shy. Yeah, fr- from uh-huh. a shy, the normal. You know, <laughs> <from> a shy. <laughs> as we know, a shy is just the from. most normal place of all. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Black amethysts. <laughs> also normal amethysts, no connotations. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's justice and vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> it is justice and vengeance, yeah. and sounds like you're you're getting a lot out of this jewelry that you're giving me. <laughs> Just imagine, like, a, a gifting someone, like, a nice necklace and say, it's, it's justice and vengeance. And vengeance. So, you're gonna yeah. kill someone with this hair? Oh. No, no, it would, no. No, no it just represents justice yeah. somehow. Yeah. You know. As a hairnet. It's vengeance for your father. Okay. It's, it's vengeance for your hair. <laughs> vengeance, now wearable. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but it's like it's like if a f- fashion Klein, company vengeance. made like a made like a fashion line that mm. they advertise with like whatever is a political hot take, and everyone is gonna be mm. like, "Oh, the brands are doing it again." <laughs> they, uh, you know, they yeah. commodify yeah. injustice by saying that <laughs> this this hairnet is justice. Dantas is he's commercializing a movement. Yeah. <laughs> a hairnet sharp enough to kill a man, for sure. <laughs> this season, by justice. <laughs> by dual hairnets. Yeah. I think it would go down well. Pretty good. I can see you on Emily in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we have any notes for this chapter? I think so, yeah. When when Sansa said "Why so sad?" face, I like laughed out loud. <laughs> reading, <laughs> I didn't even notice. You didn't notice that she said "Why so sad?" face. <laughs> no, I didn't. I read so fast. Why? Why so? so oh, why so sad, sad face? face. 
<laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's one word. Why so sad, sad? I mean, he's he's a jester, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's they come in like Power Ranger flavors. So there's angry face, yeah, patch face, thing. and sad face. Why the rage face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why so grumpy, cat? Don't just. That's what, uh, uh, like, uh, Lewin will ask. Is that the next chapter? Uh-huh. Yeah. Theon, why so rage face? <laughs> why yeah. so trolled? Why so vexed? Uh, are you vexed? Dantos. <laughs> Dantos. Why so selenar? Hey, why so sad face? It's <laughs> also such That's an uncharacteristic, so like, just the fact that it's not like... No, wait, Sansa says it, not Dantos. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It. Like, it's so, it feels That's so uncharacteristic so for Sansa to say why so sad face. Like, it... <laughs> If, like, Littlefinger said it, I'd be like, okay. Why aren't you pogging? It feels weird for anyone to say it. It's just a really weird word. Well, let's go to Searchable Song of Ice and Fire. It's the only instance of sad face. I just, at least, like, in (laughs) in my ebook of the first four. So Great. Why so sad face? Why so sad face? (laughs) Why so sad face, Sedantis? What is wrong? Why, Why no pog? Why no poggy? Sir Dantos, this is a day of pog. What if Sansa made pog face when they revealed that she wouldn't have to make Joffrey? She was working really hard to to not make pog face. She had to cover her her mouth at one point. Yeah. She had to put on (laughs) the the crying mask covering up her pog face. (laughs) Uh God, is there is there an inverse of that of that Wojak thing where he has the normal face, the smug face, but he's crying behind that? Is there an opposite one where the crying? Where yeah, the... I'm sure there is one of the opposite kind because that's what Sansa <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna say something controversial about this chapter. Go ahead. Um. Okay, I'm ready for you. I think it's pretty useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just it's setting up a lot of things politically but But i think as a last chapter for sansa in the whole book it sucks Mm. yeah Mm. but i guess it does it does like sum up her chapter storyline with in that it ends with because it ends with every story is exactly the same well yeah it kind of does but she's no longer engaged to joffrey which i think is but then dantos is literally like well he'll just have sex with you anyway and he'll just have a Mm. bastard don't you like that yeah yeah, he need, didn't yeah, need true. to say that. Like, he could have just yeah, said, "Yeah, you're, been... you're still, you're still their hostage, and like they still can like, do with you whatever I they want like... without being explicit about Joffrey." Like, I feel like here's here's my take. I think that because the last Sansa chapter was the one that ended with, "Oh, it's Renly, who, who, mm. who." I think that would have been mm. a fine last Sansa chapter mm. for the book, and then the first Sansa chapter of the next book could have summed this up. It'd have yeah. been like a, a mini flashback. Yeah, this would have been a better first chapter. You could give all this information once it becomes yeah. relevant. Like you don't yeah. need this like basically info dump chapter. I also don't think we need to be there at this. Yeah, because mm. like, what's the point? What do we get from this that we don't already know? Oh, the rich people love to be rich, and they're <laughs> yeah. putting on airs, and their horses still shit. Like this isn't like, relevant. Mm. This isn't like anything. the thing about Littlefinger being made Lord of Harrenhal. It could be like an, like a half sentence in a different chapter where like Tyrion is thinking about Littlefinger yeah. or whatever. 
It's kind of like George is just giving us like a politics update of King's Landing, <laughs> being like, "So here's who the new lords are." Yeah, Loras is sick. This might come back later. Not Loras, um, which um... is fine, but we don't need to tune in to oh. C-SPAN or whatever to see. Um, yeah, we, we to see don't the politics learn anything. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah, learn anything yeah, that, new about anyone's character sick. or something. Like yeah, that. like everyone acts I'm like you would sure expect Little them Finger to act. Talks. I'm not even sure Littlefinger has like a symbol, mm. like anything. He says like one like funny little line mm. about, "Oh, I better fuck then." Whatever. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I this think chapter it, is useless. I think to it's me. fine. If you're reading fast, then it's not that long, <laughs> and you probably don't really. It's also yeah. It's also a very short chapter, so why do we need it? No, yeah. I think that this no, chapter should true. be in the next book. I do like all the descriptions of clothes. <laughs> I think that's. I'm cool. bad at imagining like, clothes, so I'm. I don't know. I like when I like when Tywin comes in on the horse and it shits, and I think everything after that is superfluous, <laughs> apart from the hairnet. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it could all just be like a half flashback in the first Sansa chapter of the next book. Yeah. Yeah, it's like she could be like feeling the hairnet and being like, "Oh, Dantes gave this to me." under the tree after the battle yeah she can just be like oh and i saw how joffrey did this blah 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 like whatever i don't understand yeah no i think you're right it's a weird note to end sansa's story on too because it literally just like circles her back to being at the same place she was at the beginning Mm -hmm. and if that's the point then it just it's another like storyline of this book that feels like nothing happened and nothing changed just like danny yeah i was gonna say this after the next chapter, the Theon chapter we do, because the, the, the Theon chapters, uh, or rather the the ending of the Theon storyline of this book being so memorable, or being like such yeah. a, like that's, that's a really strong such ending. A change. And that really puts it in yeah. contrast how weak both the Sansa storyline's ending and the Danny storyline's ending were, like, mm. just... yeah. No, because Theon Theon's gone from being like I'm, I'm in Rob's camp and I'm gonna go talk to my dad. Mm. I'm well respected by the Starks and they trust me, or at least Rob does. To I'm getting <laughs> fucking like attacked by Roderick and then some horrible thing happens and I've been hit over the head and my saloon is being killed in hey, front of come me. Come on, after don't I've spoil my Fake murdered the Stark children, you know. It's a bit of a... Yeah, and he has, like, less chapters than yeah. a lot of other characters as well. And in contrast to that, like, look at where, like, Danny went from um, going through the desert want- wanting ships to now having ships. <laughs> wow, she got ships. Bloggers. <laughs> and she's learned loads of prophecies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Sansai goes, to, goes from being in a shit position having to marry Joffrey to being in a shit position not having to marry Joffrey. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. yeah. Maybe it could have even... I don't know. If you... I don't know. Had Sansa meet Marjorie or something before or after this or something and had like a short scene where that feels more like a, like a status change, you know? Mm-hmm. I just think it's fine to end on, like, the intriguing and happy yeah. note of, like, oh, the battle is saved or something. Yeah, the mm-hmm. whole chapter, I think it would work better as an intro-chapter for the next book, if you think about yeah. that the next book came out a few years later just to remind you of all the people who are, like, in play. Like, you, you you don't need to tie it up yeah. like that at the end of a book, which, like, in all the others, 
other storylines he doesn't do. What is the first Sansa chapter? <laughs> Probably the one where she talks to to yeah, I'll grab Marjorie the first right time. Uh, mm. Yeah, Sansa has supper with Marjorie Terrell and Olena. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they could she have could talked about all of this in in during yeah. that supper mm. so easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They show you like uh, small spoilers, but they even ask her about uh, Joffrey's character in this. I think so. There's a lot mm-hmm. of yeah. It could have been like, oh, I saw him get get stabbed on the Iron Throne and cry like a little baby. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Kay. I think this could just be like cut fully oh. and truly my favorite words to hear. Especially on <laughs> K, you're so oh, right. I think and you're your right. So K. huge. Oh, thank Cause, you. Because yeah, it's much more interesting to leave it on a on an ambiguous positive cliffhanger than to like have a nothing chapter and then have Donta s- still explain to him that oh, it's actually bad still. Hmm. And by the way, they don't even explain the Renly thing in this chapter. No one talks True. about him. Yeah. Even though yeah. they were like, hey, Renly was alive and there. Yeah. No one is like, like uh, yeah. well, let's explain Renly? this. Yeah. They don't even mention it. And Sansa doesn't be like, what was he talking about with Renly? <laughs> yeah, I think this chapter is like even more superfluous if on a reread because it's given you a lot of information you already know. That you know is also <laughs> yeah. irrelevant. I mean, like, one character shows up that we will know will matter mm. later. But we have to know that this guy is called Apple Eater yeah. because he killed so many fossils. <laughs> he killed so many fossils. That's, that, that, that's such a... Where was the editor of this book? Mm. That's what I want to know. Cause... Yeah, I don't care about Willet, the grizzled man-at-arms, and yeah. Jocelyn Peckleton, the... But that's like George shit, that's, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I'm saying this book needs an editor, because... <laughs> Who let George get away with this? Because, yeah, because it's, it's the type of thing that George wants to write. Like, he loves this shit. He loves to name someone Apple Eater because he kills someone who has an apple in, in their sigil. That's his favorite shit. But it's, like, yeah, dramatically it. entirely unsatisfying to, to just have a name of characters chapter. It's, it, is, it is just a treat for George to have that. Um, I mean, I'm happy for him, but yeah, this chapter is nothing to me. <laughs> I'm burning it. Goodbye. But still, I'm ripping it, it out of been, my yeah. book right now. I think it could have been cut. It yeah. could have been. Should we move on then? Revised yeah, yeah. in some. There's way. not even any interesting symbolism, despite uh, like other than the shitting horse. I think there's nothing new in the in the mm. symbolism or in the. There's nothing like, new. Like I mentioned, the, yeah. the the bit where Joffrey cuts himself on the throne is like, we did like we get it. We know his shit. I get it. He's not the rightful king. <laughs> We know he's a bad he's a king, George. a hysterical little boy who's yeah. not good king. I have to say that he's the call-out post was pretty good. That, uh, that, that part is like, funny, yeah. But then it's like, that's also like not even new stuff either, because that's been in a bunch of Tyrion chapters. Though, yeah, like, yeah. People who don't like them. Maybe it's establishing that Stannis has a few like really, really loyal followers that totally believe that... Well, we can see that in, like, in the Davos the, chapter. The fire Azura high guy. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, that could I'm have been like. Chapter. I think like these these establishing these things could have been pushed into a different chapter. I guess if you really need to have them in. Uh, the other thing I was gonna say, like the thing about like Joffrey putting on a show to accept Marjorie, is like a pretty cool bit of Joffrey characterization. But once again, it's like not anything new about his character. It's it's you know I think he's he can be a cool character in these moments, or he, he like really comes across vividly in this scene. Yeah. Like it's it's a good good character moment, but it's not it's at the wrong place in the book, I guess. 
it's it's a like five or three chapters there's four more chapters left in this book like if you you know once you get to the end of the book you just really wanted to like speed up and have chapters that really just really bang it <laughs> i home. love to read 50 names at the end of the chapter and yeah and, and, wow i think i'll remember these for in four years yeah it's really interesting doing it chapter by chapter because, like, when I normally read it, I read it so fast that I I would barely notice. I think. Yeah, you wouldn't even know so about the just... sad face. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even. I mean, I didn't this time, so <laughs> I I definitely wouldn't normally. This is why I miss so many plot points. <laughs> I mean, but this is clearly a chapter that I think a lot of people just forget about. Like, I know maybe maybe some of the stuff we learn here is relevant in the in the upcoming Tyrion chapter. But even that, I don't uh, think much of it. will be relevant. And... But then it could the have put them... Tyrion chapter's got to be good, right? <laughs> well, you I could have so. put a lot of that information into Tyrion's chapter, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's what, the, that's what I was going to say. Telling like, it to him. Hmm. Knowing that there's still also, like, going to be a Tyrion chapter where he has, like, I guess, more important... Like, I think, as far as I remember, that Tyrion chapter is, like, actually... Out of all the Tyrion chapters in the book, that's one of the more important ones. Uh, so he just yeah. could have put like some of the exposition in there. Like it could have just been one of the things that he learns, and then you can have it in this book. It would be interesting if, like, we as the reader learn that oh, uh, Tawin is here. Like your, your dad is, yeah. is in power now. At the same time, Tyrion learns it. Oh my god! It would be so much better if we just learned it in a Tyrion chapter and not in a Sansa chapter. If we didn't see how Tywin comes back, just hear about it from Tyrion who hates it. Okay, I didn't want to get this mad at this mm. chapter. Sorry, uh, sorry, George. <laughs> I'm glad I could make this George, happen. always mad at this book. K is this just is, too this right. This is a maddening book. You're mad at this answer chapter. Oh. Yeah, that's just madness. We're like the rest yeah, of the fandom now. We're becoming <laughs> like Zinn and Beefish saying <laughs> that there's too many Sansa chapters in these books. That's probably his favorite Sansa chapter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I like it because I like to think about sigils and knights. God, he would say that. I don't know the man, I'm just going by. I don't know the man. <laughs> you said. <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, let's, but he's just annoying. Let's go to the next chapter. Maybe we'll like okay, this let's... one better. Yeah. Do we know? Do we like that Maybe. man in the next chapter? Theon? You know him. You love him. He's here having depression. Classic Theon. Mm. <laughs> All right. He's naked Theon is depressed. having depression mm. in, his, in his breakfast time, and he says, uh, is anyone sending me emails, Master Lewin? And he says, no. They're all leaving you on red, sir. And he demands oh. more messages to his dad and his sister, but they will not be answered. He's spamming them. And then he... Yeah. He's triple texting. <laughs> so cringe. <laughs> that is cringe. So then he goes to his room and gets all dressed up. And he's like, oh, well, uh, all the, the Northmen know about my, my secret trick of killing children. And they're pretty pissed <laughs> off. So they're going to come and uh, take the castle, I think. Uh, so I'm thinking that we're all just going to die here valiantly is kind of the, the my call. My choice as an Ironborn is what he says, basically. As an Ironborn, I love to die for no reason. I must die for no reason. It is my only choice. And Maester Loon's like, uh, I mean, you have another choice. And he says, no, no, no. This mm. is this is what Ironborn has to do. So he, he brings all his guys out to the, the main square or whatever. And he says, well, uh, we're going to have to fight soon. Uh... He draws a line in the dirt and says, if you want to fight with me, come on over here. <laughs> and none of come them... into the big boy side, you cowards. <laughs> and none of them do. And Theon's like, ah, fuck. But then Theon's little tiny friend walks over. Wex, yeah. Wex, his little page or whatever. Uh, Wex his little is squire. 
fucking it up for everyone. Yeah, Wex steps over the line and then he does a Fortnite dance. And so after that, uh, all the guys who came with Theon join his side, but all the guys who came with with Asha and she left them, they're like, "Uh, I don't think so, actually. (laughs) So Theon says, okay, you guys can leave, whatever, fuck you guys. I got my guys. I have have 17 good Mm. men. What else would I need? I was like... Oh, oh no, 17's not a number. It's like already doomed, Theon. Oh, Theon, this is so sad. If only you had It's not a significant number. 12 yeah. plus 5, I don't know. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. 20 right, so minus then, 3. So then Theon is talking strategy with his 17 guys, and the guys are like, <laughs> uh, what if we did like an epic last stand where we killed as many of them as we possibly could and then died? Theon said, uh, no, 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 we're actually gonna do something twisted, so let's go with that plan. And Theon's like, ah, fuck, they're mad at me about this, huh? Oh well. Yeah, and it's the last time in these books that anyone will threaten to kill a child in order to, like, do something to do with the siege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So draw that down. Yeah, so then Theon is called out to do parlay with the siegemen, who are, uh, like, a, a thousand Northmen who are led by... Uh, the Kerwins, and then also our friend Sir Roderick Castle, who is the uh, the Castellan of Winterfell, and is a little bit pissed that when he left, his his guys got snatched. Yeah, you don't love it. So Theon goes down there, and they're calling him Theon Turncloak now, and he's a little pissy about that. And Theon's like, oh, I know these guys. I, I've been friends with these guys before. This is so fucked up that they hate me now just because I murdered two children, they think. Yeah, he's like, I've even been wenching with them. Yeah, okay. I even, I've okay. seen these yeah. guys fuck. This is so... Yeah. This is so sad. We're... You know, we're, one, once you wench together, you stay together, but not in this case, I guess. So sad. And they're like, oh, you're a turncloak, Theon. And Theon says, no, I've always been a Greyjoy, so uh, me doing Greyjoy things mm. is regular. And they're like, uh, well, the Starks were taking care of you since you were a little baby. And Theon says, uh, actually, I was prisoner, so jot that down. And it was it was mean of them, and I didn't like it. I didn't love it. It was terrible. I didn't like all the all the drinking and dicing and and wenching with all these guys. Mm. Yeah, I was a I was a prisoner. He says like a Joker line about how him being a a captive is like he literally had a, a noose around his neck too. If you think yeah. about it, it's the same. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've never thought about it that way, but actually it does feel true to me while I'm saying it, so this must be an epic line. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, all the Northmen are like, "Uh, if you surrender right now, we'll take you to, like, justice instead of whatever. You'll get an honorable death, basically. And Theon's like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. actually, I want the most dishonorable death possible. And he shows that he has uh, Sir Roderick's little daughter captive in a noose. And Roderick is very, Mm -hmm. very upset. He's not surprised, though. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I left my daughter there. I knew this was going to happen. And Theon says, uh, if you guys don't leave by the end of the night, then she's going to die and you're going to see it. And then I'll kill more and more captives every day until you guys are gone. And then he turns around and leaves. And he's like, well, I think I'm probably going to die here. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then Lewin comes up and he's like, hey, no, I have an epic plan for you. Uh, what if you took the black? Have you thought about this? If you take the black in the north, then they can't kill you. This is the law of the north for some reason. If you uh-huh. if you have a, a thousand people held hostage and are threatening to murder a child, 
But then you say, actually, I'm taking the black. Then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey. I mean, it is, though. It's great. Hey, would you say Lewin is blackpilling Theon here? Mm. He- <laughs> I guess. Because <laughs> immediately when he says that, Theon's like, oh, wait, the Night's Watch. That's kind of epic, actually. Yeah. I already wear black. <laughs> I, can, like- I can still say Le Bote and Hunt and also fuck there because the Whiteling woman would yeah. be crazy for me. He's yeah. like... You, you can't turn a black cloak. I mean, you can, but okay. And he's like, yeah, and it's great. And people would have to respect me. Like, they'd legally have to respect yeah. me. He like, I could be Lord Commander, probably. The wildlings legally will want to fuck me. Yeah. Be- yeah no one can call me, like, a dickhead all the time and call me Turn Cloak Theon, which I hate. <laughs> and so, right when... Theon is, like, smiling. He's like, oh, this is such a good plan. I love you, Mr. He's, he's making fuck plans in his mind. Yeah, he is. <laughs> And then he hears uh, a battle. A battle is occurring, and then they look out and they see that the the flayed man of the Dreadfort is on this new this new army. But they're fighting the the other Northmen who were just gonna kill Theon. So what the hell? And then Theon remembers that oh my my stinky friend my stinky friend Reek was friends with the bastard of Bolton before. So maybe he went and got help. This is crazy. <laughs> I have no idea what is happening. Yeah, right Theon now. has no watching. idea. And then after, like, a night, I guess, one night passes, and then a, a guy in a creepy red helm comes up and is like, hey, I kill all the guys who are gonna kill you. <laughs> Let me in, and I'm your friend, for sure. <laughs> and Theon says, oh, Poggers, you're my friend, for sure. Come on in. <laughs> and uh, the guy takes off his helm, and it, it sure is Reek. And Theon's like, what? Why? How did you get nice armor? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't worry about it. Uh, so this, this doesn't make sense. I'm very confused, but I'm... I brought, I brought you all the army that you wanted, so give me sexy lady now. And then Theon's like, yeah, I love to sell women. Here you go. And he says, no, give me sexier woman right now. And Theon gets grumpy about that, and then he, <laughs> he slaps him and says... No, he doesn't say anything. He just slaps him, and he passes out. And then Theon wakes up to everyone getting murdered. All his 17 guys and all the people who live there. And this guy who is revealed to be Ramsay Bolton says, yeah. uh, we're burning all of the place and everyone's dying. And Theon sees his horse get burned to death. I wonder if this means anything in the end. Yes. Yeah, is gone. Burned. What does that mean? Mm. Yeah. Theon's smile yeah. has gone. Damn, I'm thinking Theon won't Theon's be smiling anymore. Smiling. And now he's not. <laughs> this chapter is pretty funny when you know what's happening. Yeah. 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 It's 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 a lot. Let me let me say like, something controversial. I think this is a good chapter. Mm. I think this chapter is pretty good. It's Theon chapters are always distressing and always pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so strange that, like, Theon has a perfect plot, and you're, like, kind of excited about it. Like, oh, yeah, what if Theon went to the wall? He could see John. this will be great. And then just suddenly mm-hmm. that's not what's happening. I guess because you'd think, like, in George Jeremiah, not saying he subverts expectations, but he's like, what if there were more consequences for things than there might normally be in fantasy? And so you might be like, oh, okay, so Theon will go to the wall and that'll be fun. And instead they're like, do you remember this whole weird Bolton thing that we keep having <laughs> the thing that, going on? That Theon fabricated himself by sending the guy out? Yeah, you yeah. remember how the Boltons just love to be traitors for some reason? Yeah, do you remember how the Boltons, like, Reese Bolton seemed really fucking, like, dodgy last time we saw him and he was making weird plans? Well, um, hmm, maybe they're not on Rob's side. 
Maybe. Yeah, and how Theon himself says, oh, weird that there are no potent banners in, the, <laughs> in like, the, the Northmen besieging him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, Ramsay explains his whole plot kind of vaguely, and I think the first yeah, time Ramsay... I read this, I still didn't understand what had happened. Yeah, me neither. I had to go to the wiki to, to understand what was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsay's like, yeah, so me and my stinky friend were doing our, our classic girl hunt and mm. <laughs> which we love to do Jesus. and then uh my stinky friend was like oh there's guys coming to kill us and i was like haha why don't you take all my armor and run mm. and then they killed him and i pretended to be him do you get it yeah he gave him no i was he like naked and then he because hmm? he was fucking yeah he was like nasty yeah so he gave yeah. him his cl- so Ramsey gave him his clothes and said, run. Yeah. And then he yeah. was Yeah, shot. he was like, take my ring and go get help from my dad yeah. or yeah. something. It was, it was a trick on purpose like, by Ramsey. Ah, the bastard. Yeah. They're like, oh, we killed Ramsey Bolton. Or Ramsey Snow, I guess, at this point. That's Pog. And then he pretended to be Reek. And he was like, they probably could, they could have killed me, but this was my chance. And I don't know why they didn't kill him, but he's alive now. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, he's like, he's like, uh... If I was, if I were Ramsey, they'd, they'd definitely have killed me. But if I'm just his servant, I might have a chance that they mm. will spare me. Because who gives a shit about killing? Just the weird stinky boy Weak. that no one likes. Yeah, just yeah. a, a yucky yeah. stinky guy. I will go to the dungeon and bide my time. And hope some idiot lets me out. <laughs> until until Theon loses his whole entire mind. Until someone tries to take over Winterfell, and then this whole and then he lets me go out and find an army. Yeah. Look, I don't. I, I think like one of the many things the television show Game of Thrones got wrong about Ramsay is that he's not a twisted mastermind. He's not a no. He's not like a genius man with a plan. No. He's, his plan was no, he become stinky. No one will notice me. Yeah, he's just being disgusting with, with it. And like he's, he's just a creep. And when he gets a chance, he's gonna, he's gonna take it. Like in this mm. one. He just, mm. But I, I don't think he, like, he didn't like, plan out to, for, for Theon to come. He took the opportunity that came. I feel like he, he was probably yeah. prepared to just live his life as a stinky boy. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, if this is how I'm going to be, this is how I'm going to be. But at some point, you know, take my shot, take my chance, kill me or let me do evil. He, you know, he, these yeah. are the two options. He's not throwing away his shot, for sure. I found it weird how I dropped the backstory in there. I mean, I guess it was necessary, kind yeah. of, that we get it here. Yeah, but... I guess Ramsey just wanted to flex on Theon about how good he did, even though uh-huh. I'm not even sure Theon knew about this thing mm. about the bastard of Bolton getting killed. No, he doesn't. Theon's like, what? Who are you? I don't, I don't get <laughs> he just it. just does it for the audience. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this yeah. is just for us. Ramsey turns to the camera him. and says, here's how I did it. <laughs> He does, but it's so vague as well. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. It is a very funny explanation. Yeah, he he doesn't like he specifically it. say, uh, "Me and my yucky friend were doing girl hunts and necrophilia." Yeah, he's like, "Haha, I am not Reek. Confused, tricked, vexed. <laughs> you should be pressed about this. Are you having a botheration? <laughs> what What if he had had mm-hmm. troll face on his helmet instead of the screaming? Instead guy? of a, a scary screaming face, yeah, yeah. just a, a red <laughs> troll face." He made. He you, should have, well. you should have. 
You should have suspected me when I was so good at flaying things, but you didn't, and now you've been fooled. <laughs> Mr. Uh-huh. Dion, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also think, like, at my at my first read, I just, like, did, it, did this didn't register at all to me what was happening here, mm. but I just kept reading, because yeah. as, as, yeah. as Chess said on your first read, you just kind of, like, skim through chapters. And then on my second read, when I got here, I like had to read this paragraph again because I still didn't understand it. Uh, so I think this is like a universal experience that this is confusing to hmm. uh, to people. I think so I think I heard from from many people that they didn't understand what the what the rig switcheroo was because it isn't a plan. It's just so much coincidence that needs to happen for this to work that you can't really see any. Yeah, any planning or any any reason to why it's happening? It's it's kind of mm. weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, but it's also kind of I don't know. Like it, it it's also like kind of cool kind how of uh, how this builds through this. Not the switcheroo itself, like not not the backstory, but the way how like Reek just like gets into Theon's favor simply because everyone else who doesn't have like a twisted mind. <laughs> Uh, is just like just gonna say no, Theon. I'm not gonna help you. I'm not stupid. This this place is not well defended. Uh, there's there's no way you can keep this. So so like Reek has a really easy job at convincing Theon to entrust him with basically like just letting him go, you know, and get back with the with the Bolton army in the end. It's. It's definitely much better than the show plot was here, which I think the entire like Siege of Winterfell thing just happened without Ramsay even showing up. And then in season three, they introduced Ramsay with like a montage where he was letting his dogs chase someone and, you know, look at this twisted guy. Like the entire Reek thing didn't happen. No, I think there was the, the thing that he lets let's fear like fake escape and oh, then yeah. then hunts him back or something like that i think yeah theon, theon talks about that later yeah. in, in the next time we'll see him a dance with dragons <laughs> oh my god <laughs> one whole book no theon yeah, the, yeah he's dead theon i hope he's, he's fine he's gonna be fine we, yeah when I we think... next see him he's he's gonna be at the wall and this was all a dream <laughs> well i love have ta- having taken the black this is poggers damn i'm fucking so many whiteling women every day do you think if he did go to the wall john would just fucking kill him or like try and kill him no. and they'd both be, ex- <laughs> be executed oh i mean i guess he did kill his little brothers yeah i mean they would they would send him to east watch so john would never see him pretty much oh yeah yeah true yeah but like as as as, as i said while talking about the sensor chapters this is definitely a much more memorable ending to someone's book arc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. almost like an arc happened. And yeah. Like, events occurred. It's a very fitting end, how, like, he dug his own grave, basically, over the whole book and made one mistake after the other. Yeah. And then he gets, like, yeah. the last kind of option out that he's so close to taking it, then, like, right that second, basically, one of his mistakes come, comes back again to bite him. Yeah. And there's yeah. even this part where, like, Lewin tries to tell him this this plan at the beginning before he goes to the parlay, and he's like, no, shut up. And if he hadn't done that, yeah. then he also would have known this, and he could have done it. But it wouldn't have mattered either way. 
I guess. Because it was like the morning of the same day, right? So he would have gone out, like given himself up and then he would have been, yeah. But they would have had the castle yeah, so they I could guess. have defended. Although they, they just thought they were friends so maybe they would have let them in anyway. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's still a big chance, I think, that Renzi would have taken Winterfell. Mm, I don't Somehow. I don't think so because if you do the battle like that then you can get messages out and the Boltons like super don't want people to know that they're doing treason. That's true. Yeah, mm. I think if 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 Theon hadn't had his little part at the beginning where he's like I'm doing it the Ironborn way, then I think yeah. none of this happens. But yeah, all the evil comes from the Ironborns. Fuck the Ironborns, man. <laughs> Just being an Ironborn is just about being the most fucking dumb you can be at every single opportunity and then failing. Make make sure to <laughs> yeah. make sure to fuck everything up possible. Yeah. Just that's what the Dragon God likes. Stupid, yeah. I I do really like the the Ramsey and not Ramsey, the Theon and Lewin scene. Yeah, Theon yeah. is so good in this chapter. Mm. I love Lewin. R.I.P. Lewin. Did we mention he that? died? First he he saw his best friend. Uh, his best friend's dead body, Roderick Castle. He like oh, cries over that, which is very sad. And then Lewin yeah. gets murdered. He gets like stabbed in the back or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah, spear between the shoulders. Yeah, You're not really surviving that, I think. It's pretty brutal. God, Lewin had a hard time. Hmm. Lewin was a real one, I think. I think we all came True. to really enjoy Lewin over these two books. Oh, absolutely. We, we yeah, we gave him a lot of Lewin. lore bit dumb when it came to the very obvious prophecies that Bran was having. I I, I do think like over the board there's like very few characters who who we consistently enjoyed so much as Lewin. Mm. Like every single scene even when he was wrong about something we had a great time with him. It was funny yeah he was like wrong in a funny way instead of a problematic way. Yeah. Yeah he was never an asshole about anything. And we we got to talk about you know his, his his Whatever amazing gay adventures he was having with the magic in Old Town yeah. when he was young. Mm. And how he was maybe in love with Osha. Yeah. Who knows what was happening with that. I just I feel like, yeah. Secret forbidden love. Mm. We really dug into Lewin's character in a way that I think even George has not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was beautiful. And he will be missed. Truly. Um, will be. It, but this makes me mad because thinking about all the great Lewin memories we had... Also makes me think about how much better Game of Thrones was than this book. <laughs> Remember when he gave Rickon those yeah. ne- those arrowheads? Oh, he gave him four because he was four. Yeah, four of them. Oh, I miss Rickon and Bran. I'm so sad. Yeah. Oh, their heads are on the spike and they're looking at Theon at all times for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for Theon chapter? I mean, in the end, Vex fucked it up. If he hadn't gone over to Theon, he would have stood alone. I and thought it was. Would have it no was other so interesting to me. It was, yeah. To it was so interesting up. to me that that Wex was on Theon's side like that. Mm. Like, what's he done for Wex? He like lets him sleep while he, at the bed, foot of his bed while he fucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it. that's that's the thing that did it for him. <laughs> it's the gratefulness. So it's so. Uh, in a way, it's Theon's fault again, because if he mm-hmm. hadn't had done that, then Vex wouldn't have stayed with him. Again, the the fucking, like, what's his thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Theon, try being less horny. Being time. horny ruins everything. I, I know a way that we can Doesn't fix this fun. about Theon. <laughs> Tune into the next Theon chapter mm-hmm. to find out what. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see Theon have to play way more sex in can, later. Can't wait to <laughs> meet him again in four years. 
<laughs> yeah, one thing I that stood out to me in this chapter is like how Theon always like calls himself the Prince of Winterfell and everything, but he's still in this in his mind causes like uh, Ned Stark's bed and Ned Stark's bedchamber and so on. Yeah, it's still not his in his mind. Yeah. That Stark is truly living in him. Yeah, Absolutely. living in his head rent-free. Do you think he was sad as a child for being a hostage, or do you think he's just like, now he's thinking about it? He says, he says that he never quite realized it when he says it. So I think that... I mean, yeah. how old was he? Like, four? He was ten. He was ten. Ten, okay. Uh, that, then it fucks you up, I think. Is it like when something happens to you and you're talking about it and you're like, you've decided now to get mad about it even though you weren't that mad before? And <laughs> it's now like when you talk about something you're like, oh wait, that was trauma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do think that it was fucked up what happened to Theon, yeah. but it wasn't as fucked up enough to warrant this response. <laughs> yeah. No. It, but it's it's also interesting how, how he thinks about how uh, if they had threatened my father, like Balon to to kill me if if he comes storming my castle he he still or, or storming the storming Winterfell he still would have stormed the castle and I would have been dead immediately yeah, yeah. because that's the Ironborn way so I I don't know what Theon God he's such a tragic figure in a way because he's like you know never been fully at home and winterfell but he mm. he just doesn't have a home right like he wants to he wants both the stark identity and the Greyjoy identity and doesn't really have either yeah he's getting that whole a song of ice and fire identity oh. crisis plot <laughs> yeah. which a lot of the characters yeah. have yeah his this is like theon's bread and butter though that's like his number one thing yeah he wants like, he wants to be respected really like, even when he thinks about the 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 knights watch she's like oh like, yeah I could maybe even become lord commander yeah. mm-hmm. well because he he wants he takes Winterfell because he wants his dad to respect him and then after his dad doesn't respect him he's like well now everyone else respects me less yeah <laughs> so this has just backfired on me and now no one thinks I'm cool mm. and literally <laughs> going to the wall is the only thing that could possibly make him like honorable or respectable I again. killed two children and no one respects me for it why <laughs> yeah weird. My sister didn't think it was cool. Yeah. What? God, it was so funny when <sighs> Ashley was like, uh, how hard was it for you to kill those yeah. two babies? <laughs> yeah, they fight. God. Ashley's epic. I do like the like one tiny moment here when the, the other army arrives and Theon's like, oh, is it Asha? That would be nice of her. But yeah. it wasn't. I did, I did like when he was like firing arrows. Oh yeah, he was he just was having like... a little arrow tantrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and he was just firing awesome, arrows yes, again yeah. and again, and he was like, "Oh, I saved, I saved Bran with these arrows. I was at the yeah. Whispering Wood, my, my bow and my axe, etc." I didn't feel like shit back yeah. then. I missed that. Damn, what was different between then and now? If only I could figure this out. Mm-hmm. The, the moral is, <laughs> you fuck your family. <laughs> yeah, damn. Maybe you shouldn't do child murder and betrayal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe draw the line at. Child murder. It's yeah. something. You gotta draw the line somewhere, Theon. Mm. Theon Theon pretends to draw a line in this chapter, but he does not actually have one. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake line. Alright. Do we have any more notes for this chapter? Mm. Uh, I don't like Ramsey. Don't like that yeah. guy. I do wanna make the note that Ramsey is younger than Theon. Ramsey's eighteen. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Theon's like twenty or nineteen and Ramsey is eighteen. I think that's I, I just think that's pretty funny. 
George George said younger and younger people will be twisted. Theon is just like a teenager mm. in his mind. Mm-hmm. And that's the, <laughs> like more so than some of the yeah, other characters. That's also kind of uh, kind of Theon's thing, though, right? That he's mentally he's the one that is least his. Like a ton of characters are act older than their age, and Theon is like the only mm. one who just <laughs> acts a lot younger than his age. Mm. Like yeah. he's just mentally mm. not there yet. Uh, one thing I, I like the little bit that had a, that have like a little payoff in the chapter was when uh, Theon uh, mentions some random Tothraki fact. <laughs> yeah, and like I think it was <laughs> it came out was crack. at the very beginning of the chapter when uh, he talks to Lewin first, and Lewin says, "Well, yeah, I, I have taught you a lot, and uh, I, I would have taught you more if you cared to listen." And then he. Later in the chapter, he's pulling like one random fa- fact he remembers from uh, Lewin teaching it. That I was, was listening. <laughs> kind Lewin. of cute. Yeah. Yeah. And Lewin says he can't hate him, mm. even if he can't love him really at the moment. Damn. Which is kind of like a son. Damn. Yeah. It's almost like Lewin is his dad and he watches him <laughs> die. <laughs> the one good dad you have, yeah. Theon. God. Yeah. Maybe you had a dad figure yeah. and you should have respected him. You had a dad all along, Theon. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so true. What if Theon became a maester? There's, there's like really no you? other character who makes as many mistakes <laughs> constantly. Alright, now is it spoilers then? Yeah, let's go spoilers. Alright. Spoilers. Why so spoilers? <laughs> Why so spoiler face? God, Why I really so can't do a Joker face? voice. I just don't have it in me. I've tried like four times this episode. It's just not there. Yeah, the one time Emmanuel isn't here. We'll, we'll get him to record it. Yeah, Emmanuel, I know you're editing this, so you're hearing yeah. this. Just, just record yourself saying "Why so sad face" and cut it in here. In yeah, just put voice. it in. Yeah. <laughs> Why so sad face? Oh, that scared me when you started doing that. I was, Ugh, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that the Joker? Yeah, that's the Joker. Oh, that's it's one of my one of my many characters uh, in my. Can you say I'm the Joker, baby, in that voice? I'm the Joker, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Australian Joker. (laughs) I was thinking it was a bit Joker Austin. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Very Austin Powers. (laughs) (laughs) Jokalicious, baby. Jokalicious, baby. (laughs) Jokalicious, baby. Spoilers. Okay. Um, Let's talk about this stupid fucking hairnet thing. I don't understand why this has to be the way they do it. I know, it's really weird. Why doesn't, like, fucking... I guess it's to obscure who did the murder, right? But, like, in... In the show, didn't they do it where it was given to her by, like, Elena Terrell? Yeah. Which... And that does make more Mm. sense, but... Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's kind of it's kind of seated in this chapter. Like this is the chapter where Littlefinger comes back, and it's also like when Dantos gets the thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. Littlefinger yeah, yeah. is doing it, but yeah. I don't understand why. But it is Olena later who is like taking yeah, the poison like... from the hairnet, right? So 
Littlefinger or Lena must have already planned to Yeah, I think it is implied Joffrey. that it's already, yeah. Well, yeah, because that's like the whole Tyrell joining the, the the army thing, wasn't it, when when Littlefinger went off for so long yeah. and he was just like yeah. setting up plots. He was doing plots. Um, I, yeah, I really don't but understand. Because they, they have the whole thing where... Because he says here, we're going to spirit you away after the after Joffrey's wedding. But then this implies that they're already going to They've already decided to kill Joffrey. Yeah. Yeah, they have the conversation later with Elena and Marjorie with Sansa where she's like, oh, Joffrey's evil and fucked up and you don't want to marry him. So wouldn't it make more sense for them to give her the hand after that conversation? I mean... Maybe it's just... I don't know. Uh, My recollection is that that conversation was to get Sansa's character, not Joffrey's. I think they already know about Joffrey. Yeah, it was about how how Sansa is honest with them. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But it's it's, it's just too weird. elaborate, like unnecessary to give yeah, Sansa just, the no hair net. I have clue and... why, why Sansa needs to be carrying the murder weapon and to be given it a month in advance. Yeah. What if Sansa just decided on the wedding day she doesn't like the hair net? <laughs> I mean, I think they like tell it doesn't her. fit with her gown or something like that, or, no, or I think they tell she just her, loses but... it, or it gets gets yeah. stolen by one of her handmaidens yeah. or something like that, you know? Yeah. What if she dropped it in her wine yeah. and drank it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is. It just seems dumb. Why don't you just? No one would notice if you had poison in your yeah. pocket. Crescent you know? could do it. You just drop it in your in the yeah. wine in yeah. from somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think this is it's? Stupid. I don't think it's a theme, but it is It is like occurring suspiciously often to have characters trying to do murder in a way too convoluted way. Mm. Because like just last week we talked about the weird thing that Danny got that was supposed to kill her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's yeah. coming up way too often, George. Yeah, there was also the thing where the guy who tried to kill Tyrion was, like, tricking him into thinking he was saving him at first. I don't know why he had to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just... Uh, maybe it's just the plots. George is like, everyone loves plots. What if there's more plots? What if it's all plotty? You know, I could I could get this as, like, a little finger thing, because he's, like, the most annoying person yeah. alive. Really so is. I guess to him, he probably is like, oh, it's delightfully yeah. ironic if the very hair that she's wearing <laughs> happens to be the one where the poison is. And then we can blame the murder on her, which means she has to escape. And then she can't leave me, and everyone will be looking for her. Ha ha ha. And therefore, she has to stay with me. But, you know, there are easier ways. But he's still like he's he's planning to take her away right right after the murder happens. Yeah, so like she wants would, to leave. Like, she wants to would get out. Kind of suspect her anyway, even without the hairnet. Yeah, Ma- you could you could see a little bit of symbolism, maybe that uh, like the hairnet is described as as a spiderweb. I think. Yeah. That like it's it is a conspiracy that is killing Joffrey uh, with the with the spider net. But, yeah, you know, like a web. Yeah, I mean, the web is definitely symbolic, or the, the mm. hair being a net. It's just also stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's, like, a symbolic thing with the amethysts and the fact that they're from yeah, the look, Look, we don't need to explain this. It's so obvious, so, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, if I just say Jade Empire, like, you know exactly mm. what I'm talking about now. Bloodstone yeah. Emperor, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Bloodstone Emperor, you know, Amethysts, Bullshai. Mm. It's all that Actually, stuff. Let's, you know about it. Let's make it interactive this week, because every... Every time we're being so on the nose with doing the symbolism analysis, analysis we just like point it out for you, like explain every single thing to you. This week, write us in your answers to what the symbolism in these chapters mean. Mm-hmm. And I'll and, grade it. Yeah, okay, we'll grade it. <laughs> Top answer gets sent in to uh, Lynn Manuel Liranda. <laughs> All right. Uh, spoilers for Theon chapter? God, imagine if LML did a freestyle rap with Emma Watson about, I don't know. Azura <laughs> High is evil. About the Bloodstone Emperor. <laughs> yeah, he's he's twisted. One more thing about the about mm. the head. I think it's kind of neat that you could theoretically work it out with the description that uh, Crescent gives in the, in the prologue of this book. That like... Mm. Uh, Amethysts from Vishai are the strangler. Yeah, and I don't know. The stuff about like amethyst. I don't want to give the the listeners like clues or anything. Well, we're in the spoiler zone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know, but you know, we've already told them it's their turn. <laughs> okay. That's true. Don't want to make true. it too easy for them. Yeah, no, because I've I'm read. I've I've got the wiki open like a professional, and there, there's this whole thing about the amethyst empress being taken down by her brother who's the bloodstone emperor and it's this whole blood betrayal which i guess i don't know could say that it was i don't know someone betraying someone but that seems too vague hmm. i don't know maybe it may well know. listeners we'll know. you have homework yeah. to do yeah remember to write us in uh at <laughs> asa opep no. cast yeah cast can I say it's just very funny that the Song of Ice and Fire wiki just has a page called Slavery. <laughs> you know, slavery. Slavery sure. is a system under which people are treated as property. Oh, I've heard of this. <laughs> Thanks. You could just... To be bought and sold, just, and are forced to work. Couldn't you just link to the regular wiki for that? Well, then it goes on. Though slavery is outlawed in Westeros, it is widespread throughout many parts okay. of Westeros, but it's just very funny that yeah. it, it's a page. All right. Is there a random article thing? Oh, yeah. God, this wiki is great. I just clicked random article, and it gave me an article called Sea Watch. And this mm. article is two sentences. The Sea Watch is the unit in charge of monitoring the seas around Dragonstone. History. Sir Tristamon, the commander of the Sea Watch during the reign of King Aerys II Targaryen, was merciless towards smugglers. And that's the article. Oh, great. All right. Let's do spoilers for Theon chapter. It's uh, crazy that we won't see Theon for one yeah. full book. Yeah. I know. I didn't realize it was that mm. long. I thought it was in Feast, but that's that's so long. And even then you don't know for like two-thirds of the chapter that it's him. Theon will sir not appearing for two more books. Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. Fucked Christ, up. and then when he does, he's just like fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and you're like, oh, um, it's, it's like literally been ten real-world years since I've read a Theon chapter. That's mm. how long this has been happening to him. <laughs> Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know him. Reek, <laughs> I, I remember that guy from Reek. that plot I didn't understand. Yeah, Reek, isn't, isn't he mm-hmm. dead? Wasn't he Ramsey? What? I'm so confused. Who are these characters? <laughs> George, you're such yeah, a funny That's George's guy. trick to make you go back trick. and read Clash again, even though it's the worst one. <laughs> What if every single book is just an elaborate plot to make you read Clash again? <laughs> Come on, you'll like it this time. It's like, 
If you if you didn't get all the nuances to the Tyrion chapters, I need you to go back and uh, read Clash of Kings. Didn't you love the part where he <laughs> d- had his flaccid penis stuck in shape <laughs> for the entire night? Yeah, why did it you was a great me? it was a great chapter. It was symbolism um, somehow. <laughs> yeah, what if Tyrion is Zora high? Yeah, the the dragon trapped in ice. Dick is always a sword, so. I think it's very. I think it's very funny that. May said that Victorian is the only person who's killed someone he loves. <laughs> and he'll do it again. And yeah. he'll do it again. Uh, just, just, I don't know. Tyrion killed Shay. Uh, John may or may not have shot. Yeah, that's, I was thinking about you. Stannis is probably going to burn. Oh, he's absolutely going to kill Shay. No, but I think, I think May said the only person who has killed someone he loves willingly. Yeah, and will do it yep. again. But, that's but Tyrion, you could like, argue totally that wanted to kill Shay. <laughs> yes. Stannis also killed Randy, who he still kind of oh, yeah. loved, The, the willingly know? part is, like, also such a... I don't know, it's how do you define doing it willingly? Like, mm. did, did Azor High kill Nisa Nisa willingly? He, he just wanted to forge a sword. Like, he... Mm. Nothing <laughs> else worked. So, yeah. he's like, guess I, Let, let's guess try I killed this. my wife. Yeah. But he didn't de- do it because he loves killing someone he loves. And neither did, like, <laughs> any of the other characters. Like, Victorian didn't kill his wife for fun. He's, no. And he also, like, still feels kind of bad about it. Like, it's not like his... He feels, yeah, he feels a little I mean, twisted about it. Yeah. He feels still bad Just... that he got cucked. Yeah. Yeah, Just that's mostly That Tyrion it. was missing completely from that article is very funny. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. He's not. He's I'm... not Prince. Glad. He's not a Zorahai. He's not a secret Targaryen. Well, no. He better right. fucking not be. <laughs> he better fucking not be. I will get so mad. I'll get mad at Emmanuel, even though I don't think he likes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hateful. Alright, anything else for Theon chapter? Um, uh, goodbye, really Theon. Really. We'll never see you yeah. again. Bye, Theon. F's in the chat for Lewin. Yeah. So Bye, sad. Theon. So sad that you're dead now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Metaphorically. F's in chat for the real Reek. Yeah. Mm. By Roderick. Yeah. Roderick's dead. It was the the <laughs> the one sentence of Lewin getting so upset that Roderick died was very moving to me for some reason. I was like, oh, they were best friends. This is they so were. fucked up. I mean, they knew each other for I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. were like 40, working closely years. together for a very yeah. long time. I never yeah, even we thought spent of so it. much time with the two of them. We gotta in check Brand's chapters. Are, were they in love? Maybe. Let's see what the fans think. We the fans. Mm. Well, because that's why Roderick didn't didn't want to marry. What's her name? Yeah, that's why he didn't want a wife. Oh, okay. Mm. He's like, uh, we need a new wife mm. for Beth, and it's like, well, a um, new wife, a new mother for Beth, and it's like, well, she's got two dads. She doesn't need yeah. like she, yeah. another mother. That's, I mean, they are also the kind of the two dads of, of all the boys. Like, one is teaching them, teaching their mind, and one is teaching them how to fight. You know? Yeah, they kind of are the parental figures of a lot of the kid characters. Because Ned went and fucked off and then died. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I miss Ned. What a dumb. Yeah. What a dumb boy. I can't believe he died in the first book. Why would he do that? <laughs> He's yeah. the main character. Why wasn't he smart? Yeah. I'm not getting any results here. This is so fucked okay. up. Well, in our hearts, they were together. No one, no one likes to ship Blue in. 
Cowardice. I think this ship is real, though, is what I'm feeling. Yeah, I think it's just confirmed. I just want to, I just discovered something incredibly distressing. It doesn't have anything to do with the chapters we talked about this week, but okay. with a chapter we famously didn't like very much. So I was hitting random article a few more times on Wookiee of Ice and Fire. And like after two hits, I landed on the article Lance. Lance? Now what do you think Lance, Lance. is? Lance? Can so you spell weapon. it? Uh, L-A-N-C-E. Oh, like it's the a weapon? Pike? It's one of the ships from the ship chapter. Oh. Uh, great. But it's not like Lance okay. in brackets ship. It's just Lance and it gives you the ship that is the, the war galley of the royal fleet. It, and then I clicked on the categories on uh, galleys and it has an article for every single one of those ships that we mentioned in that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and all of them just says, it's one of the ships. Yeah, you know, it. the boats. Like, all of them the is just one boats. sentence uh, article max. You don't need to write an article about every single word that is mentioned in A Song of Ice and Fire. There's an article about gold. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this. Gold is a substance hmm. made of metal. Is it? <laughs> no. A substance Shush. made of metal. <laughs> I would love. Can we edit okay. the wiki? Can we edit okay. the wiki? All the it's a metallic substance. Like c- centuries know. of uh, alchemists <laughs> tried to figure out exactly this: how to make. <laughs> make gold out of metal, <laughs> but apparently they succeeded because you can just make it. Yeah, you can. This is the article on oh. gold is so fucking long. I got one on a tiger, and it just says a tiger <laughs> is an animal. History: the coin carries gold and amber from the X to Dagger Lake. Gold has also been found in Sotoris in the mountains of Ig. Listen, if we want to have a Wikipedia episode... During Nymeria's war, six Dornish kings were sent to the wall in golden fetters. It just mentions every single instance of something being golden. Sir Jamie Lannister wears his golden armor during the hand's turning. Well, he is golden. Yeah, his gold hand. Okay, this is enough. We don't need any more Wikipedia. Are we done with the Theon chapter? Are we ready to go lemon cakes? I think I'm ready. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Good stuff, everybody. Great stuff, everybody. We did it. Only two more chap- uh, two more episodes on this book. And then I don't know if we want to do an award show or if we just do the season. We're definitely re- doing an awards show. Okay. We've got it. I guess we got it. Yeah, then we'll, yeah, we'll be done with this book pretty close towards the end of this year or beginning of January. And then we yeah. can just start... 2021, which is going to be a good year, unlike this year that was bad, (laughs) famously. That one will be fine, because it's a different year, which is significant. And we're also going to be reading a good book, so... That's true. We will be reading Storm of Swords, part one, Steel and Snow. (laughs) Do you have the two-part edition? Yeah. I thought those were only uh, the German ones. No, it came in there in the very cheap box set that we got from a like a a cheap bookstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some editions that split uh, the third and some the fifth book in two because they're the third yeah. book is very large. I'm looking at it and it's yeah. enormous. If... Mm. Yeah, I've got I've got Dance with Dragons, Dreams and Dust, <laughs> and Dance with Dragons after the feast. Okay, oh, feast. <laughs> 
whatever. Yeah, Let's do you, cakes. Who- if you ever listen to the intro of this uh, of this podcast, George does say that the third book is the longest book in the series. So look forward to yeah. that. That's just the whole of next year, I guess. Is just storm. Uh, okay, let me. No, until August, according to our current schedule. That's the whole of next year. For all we know. Okay, lemon cakes. Okay, I'll go first then. Uh, as you may have heard, there was uh, a holiday in America yesterday, as the time of recording. This is not about the holiday, but I did make two pies. And I'm very happy Ooh. about those, because I've never made a pie by myself before. Usually my mom makes them, and I just kind of help. But she sent me her recipe, and the crust turned out really yummy, and I'm happy about it. Hey, yeah. What, what yeah. did you make? Apple pie and pumpkin pie. And I had one slice of each for breakfast. Mm. And they were nice. so good. Nice. Um, I haven't done a lot this week, because I've been working on my thesis, which is due on Thursday. Yeah. You had a birthday. Um, I had my birthday, and I guess that was it. My my lemon cake is Chasmus 2020, <laughs> um, which is my birthday. Uh, I had I was sad for some of it, but I was happy for some of it also. Ain't that just how it is? Uh, fun time. I've got, got a fun Scooby-Doo clown Funko Pop from my dear friend Janos, <laughs> so, so that's nice. Uh, my friend Lucy painted me as a clown <laughs> <laughs> out of acrylic paint, which is also very funny. What more can a person ask for? I don't know. Nothing. So that's mine. Nice. Uh, I... I got a hoop. <gasps> hoop. Oh, the hoop yeah. that I received. Oh, now, that's, right. now that's a lemon cake. Okay. That's a lemon cake. I I guessed it on the podcast Nightmare in Era, and we talked about the Russian sleep experiment, which is... <laughs> You know, you'll hear, you'll you'll find out if it's good or not when you listen to the episode. But they had a had a great time talking to Roy about about some twisted shit that they did in the Soviet Union in the nineteen forties. That is definitely real. To be honest, that's how I feel when I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's not to spoil anything, but that's what I thought the story is gonna be, but. It it took some turns. Yeah, it does. Mm. My lemon cake. Actually, uh, I finished it uh, about two weeks ago, but uh, Bug Snacks, really good game. Really nice. Bugs. Oh, you played the whole thing? Oh, nice. Yeah, I played it in like three days. It's, I don't know. Oh, okay. 12 hours, 15 hours in total. I haven't gotten it's, that far. It's not very long. Alright. I like games that don't like extend unnecessarily and just you know especially this game like you could cram in a lot of just stupid uh, collection missions or something like that and they don't do it which is nice so it it has the the right length and a nice story cool characters you meet yeah play bugs next nice yeah i hate when they make games unnecessarily long don't do that yeah don't put stupid memory games in nancy drew to, just to get a key. <laughs> what if I like them? What, you don't love Had... flipping over the letters every, yeah. every time you have to yeah, go through so, the tunnel? So fun. You weren't there where Gigalithic got like really angry at me for failing the Nancy Drew tile puzzle like four times <laughs> in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's incredible. <laughs> just so funny. How dare you? I can't believe that Yana should do this. Fail a tile puzzle. <laughs> what are you, a child? An infant? 
fucking idiot. Right. Can't do fucking tile puzzle. <laughs> I'm a fail gamer. We've always Little known this. Yeah. Babies. <laughs> get, get good. Come on. Okay. As you may have sensed, this is now the end of the podcast. Yeah, My dear listeners, uh, thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, remember to write into us uh, what you think the symbolism is of mm-hmm. Sansa's shitty new hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, write into May, our friend. Hashtag Azora has evil. We're still pushing this for maybe 2021 is when it's really going to get the groundswell going. I think so. And then uh, remember to uh, just put some energy out into the world. And I don't really care what kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember to stay just hydrated. That's a fun fact. I had like a day last week where I was like, I feel like a piece of shit today. And I realized I have not drank anything else besides coffee all day and that's not good so remember to drink some water yeah i'm sure that our our editors cancel this out every day but uh at the start of the podcast i do tell everyone to take a big sippy so maybe you should do that too next time yeah drink along with us (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's all stay hydrated together this is a wellness podcast now just when you click play be like slurp with a half category. Uh, that's all for the podcast. Thank you. Okay. Uh, remember to say fuck you, Tyrion, every day. <laughs> fuck Tyrion. <laughs> fuck Tyrion. Fuck Ramsay. Fuck you, little finger. Fuck Ramsay. Uh, fuck fuck Ramsay. Fuck, fuck Ramsay. Fuck Theon, honestly, for <laughs> yeah. what he did. Um, yeah, fuck Theon. Fuck Ramsay, probably mm. more at this point. Yeah, yeah, Dantos. I still fucking hate you, Dantos. I fuck hate you Dantos. more than the characters <laughs> that I should hate you less than. Fuck uh, Meryn Trent. Yeah, Dantos, Graham. And the end. Bye. Yeah, and Tywin. Bye! (laughs) Bye! Yeah.